Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 97, verse 12. Well, uh, after we recorded yesterday, uh, I have a, a, a better understanding of the word righteous. Uh, the standard is the holiness of God in uh, the way you put it. Now, I, I write here in, uh, for this day uh, in my book, Righteousness has nothing to do with displaying an air of superiority. Claiming you are a good person while stoking a heart of darkness is not righteousness. Look to Jesus as the model for he himself, uh, for, quote, he made himself nothing by taking on the very, uh, the very nature of a servant, which is from uh, Philippians 2. Yeah, if we, if we read the... Uh, Psalms, uh, I, I would want to say literally or too direct, we would never be in a place of praise. It says, rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous. Uh, well, none of us is righteous. No, not one. That is the declaration of scripture that uh, we carry this unrighteousness with us. But Christ becomes our righteousness. Uh, we get to wear the breastplate of righteousness um, we get uh, transmuted from him positional righteousness, though we are slowly appropriating righteousness and that holiness in our lives. But it is towards the standard. And this is one of the reasons I believe that uh, as I've watched uh, Christ followers grow in maturity in their lives, people who I consider some of the most saintly that I've ever observed, they're the kindest and uh, the most clearly Christ-reflecting that I've ever seen, uh, they are the ones that you talk to and they don't feel that way at all. Because the closer you get to the standard of who God is, the farther you, you realize you're away because there's a humbling. Now, you use the words here, no air of superiority. The, the more we appropriate the life of Christ, the more our unrighteousness becomes like a filthy rag to us. Uh, one of the things I, one of the ways I uh, thought of when you were speaking is the dynamic of righteousness, because we're we're starting in one place in, and this is universal. We're starting in a state of unrighteousness, and there's sort of two things seem to happen uh, as we move towards it, appropriating the righteousness of Jesus. Uh, we move uh, in terms of our own sense of our own stature uh, to actually becoming more smaller, uh, like that movie of uh, I Shrink the Kids. <laughs> uh, the more righteous you become, the more you become like the shrunken kid uh, in relationship to the rest of the world. And that's what I think you were describing. Uh, but in terms of appropriating the righteousness of Jesus, uh, what I thought because it's such a a great way of looking at it the dynamic of it is to ask you how do you see i mean just from the biblical perspective the gospel perspective how how does that happen appropriating the righteousness of jesus for us for us people here on earth i think it begins by uh recognizing first of all the transmuted aspect of that righteousness, that it's something that's given to us, our standard. So um, I think 
knowing that we are forgiven and in right relationship and our position is clean, it's a motivation towards holy living, where the other way around, it becomes a legalism and a drive that we constantly are trying to catch up. But beginning with knowing who we are in Christ, then I guess we could call that our union in Christ. We uh, dwell in fellowship with him. Our communion with Christ through the Spirit empowers that, and there's more of his character and substance that comes onto us. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. There's an aspect of the Christ life that is released to us by the Holy Spirit. I can't do anything there. It is total gift. It's his release. But there's also the mystery and partnership of taking hold of it and saying, I agree with this and I choose into your way, O Lord.